Just a couple of boys from WA. But if you're not, that's okay. It's the Mitchell and Michael Show. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. Uh, thanks for downloading. Uh, it's, a, it's a pretty good show today. Uh, check it out. It's Medsday, so that means Dr. D, he joins us now on Wednesdays instead of Thursdays, because mm-hmm. now Thursday has been uh, invaded by the czar of social media. Yeah, it's like the hertz for the, the sound you hear on your computer. That'll do. Okay. And uh, we also catch up with Alma Alex, who uh, lives life a little bit differently. Yeah, he's a little, uh, he's a little hasty. Uh, you could say Hasty is his middle name. That's actually his last name. His last name. Uh, but no, first uh, we'll kick it off with, before we go into Ben Harvey, uh, your sister has a great, like almost Hall of Fame speech as to how she's finished uni, which is nice. Yeah, she chucks like a cheeky little sledge in there as well, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Yep. But first up, your biggest headlines and we make fun of them. Politics, crime, sport, finance. You've heard the news before, but not like this. <laughs> it's Up Early with Ben Ha-Harvey. Michael Ross. Oh, give me the news. That is right. So we're going to cover the biggest headlines and, of course, poke fun at them. Uh, plans have been finalised of what to do with the remains of Trisha the elephant at Perth Zoo. I guess someone thought it was time to address the elephant in the room. It was no. starting to smell. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, so I actually think they're taking the skeleton and they're giving it to the museum. Oh, that'd be cool. That would actually be smart, wouldn't it? Would you put it in the zoo or the museum? The museum. Yeah. I, yeah. I know, but you wouldn't the zoo would go, no, but we want that money. True. Like if you want to go see the skeleton. Can you like is there anything they could have of her they could make a nice piano. I mean she didn't have any tusks. I didn't see. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, the AFL Players Association are calling for the power to decide the Brownlow medalist taken out of the umpire's hands amid the recent betting controversy. They should just let the AFL give it to whoever they want. It's what they do anyway. <laughs> Paddy Cripp shouldn't have won. Uh, <laughs> Finally, <laughs> should mate should have been suspended. Everyone knows this. <laughs> well, they should have. I tell you what, a better tribunal. They should check the tribunal for the betting agency. <laughs> That's the next one. Uh, finally, grocery stores have announced that toilet paper prices are going up because of gas prices. But if we got rid of gas, we wouldn't need the toilet paper. <laughs> So it's like I could see. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> Give a quick shout out to uh, my youngest sister, who has finished up uni after seven years. Wow! Oh my god! Is it is it Doctor Ross? No, it's not. <laughs> She's not a doctor. She's not a doctor. Uh, she really wants to be a physio because that way she will find a AFL footballer yes, husband. Everyone knows her her real dream. Uh, Why did she take so long? So. When she left high school, she couldn't get straight into physio because it's one of the most competitive degrees in a university. Yeah. Limited spots, they always fill up. They take the best of the best. Yeah, because you need, the, you need like the AFL tickets and everyone wants them. But as we found out in university, if you just sort of get something else, yeah. you can do anything. Yeah, we learned that the, uh, the hard way. So she did like three years sports science and then they're like, oh, yeah, you can do physio now. Mm-hmm. And then had to do four years of physio. Oh, that's so rough. So seven years. And she sent us a message because uh, it was like her final day. I guess graduation is, is yeah. coming up. And she said, just a little self-advertisement, pumping up my own tires. She goes, yesterday, I finished my uni journey for now. <laughs> oh, no. Nice. After seven years and two degrees, I will retire from uni life at the end of the year uh, once I find a job. It has been hard. 
And by hard, I mean four to five months off a year is quite hard to fill leisurely activities. <laughs> and it's true. And she goes on to, to throw it through a few more thank yous and things like that. But keep this in mind as we get towards the back end of this mm-hmm. little post. Uh, my dad is not university educated. I'm not saying you need to be university no. educated. He like, did he not uh, head to Caratha when he was like 17 to yeah. join the bank? He left school, joined the bank. Like He's a working man. Yeah. He's a very intelligent man yeah. as well. Uh, and it just didn't feel the need to go into yeah, Real estate agent now, wheeler a dealer. Yes, but it's like, but I generally think that if someone has gone to study, that's kind of their area of expertise. My yep. older sister uh, knows sign language in Auslan, and Auslan, yep. and we know like radio and media mm-hmm. through university. And my sister is now a physio. Yeah. But my dad yep. doesn't listen to anyone. No. <laughs> Of course not. He doesn't give you any kudos for your study. No. And she decides to slip this in. She goes, uh, thanks to everyone that has lived with me and put on my grumpiness when exams were on, and to those that take my very unexperienced physio advice, even if it takes another physio to give you the exact same exercises. <laughs> <laughs> Got it! Because nice. my dad has a dodgy, uh, like a dodgy lower disc. Yep. And it hurts his sciatic nerve. Yeah. And my sister, who studied for seven years, yes. is going, this is what you need to do. You go, stop lifting things like that. Do yep. these X. And he goes, oh, yeah, I better go see. I better go see a physio. She's like, I am. I uh, am a physio. Well, I guess technically only now. Now Like, she is. is he going like, yeah, but you're not, you're not qualified. He's like, geez, what a good med student. You were right. My girl, I just want to talk about breaking records. Alright, now three records have made the headlines over the last three days. And I just reckon that the publications are hungry for that new, like, oh my god, he broke the world record. Because I don't like these. I don't like these at all. Okay, here's the first one. Here's the first one. You just tell me, I could be wrong here. Maybe I'm just like desensitized to success. You, sir, would not be. So, <laughs> so I want you to tell me, if that was a mean shot, uh, I want you to tell me that if, if these are impressive. Okay. okay. 325 people clean shoes to break world record in London. Clean shoes? Yep. Just like, imagine you got your sneakers. The you most knew, people cleaning shoes. Your new Air Force Ones. Yeah. And you're sitting at a table. Uh, and you just, I'll just show you a picture now. And, and everybody's just, cleaning shoes. It just looks like the Nike shoe factory. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just a day, think, that's yeah. a day at the office. In Guinness hasn't been, yeah, hasn't <laughs> seen the sweatshops. <laughs> no, that's exactly what it looks like, but that's all it is. It's not like, it's just like one person doing a job, but now 324 people yeah. have the wall. Yeah, I'm not there. down with that one. No, 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 not at all. Uh, now, would you like, uh, would you be impressed with the 150 foot beard chain? Oh, breaks Guinness World Record in oh, Wyoming. Yeah. Oh, you a think beard what, chain. What's a beard chain? It's just 150 guys. No. Showing you a picture now. 150 guys with longish beards. I like it. Making them touch. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Really? Because, <laughs> yeah, it's like they've linked. They've So you get like a big hillbilly beard. You split it yeah. and you touch it to the other guys. It's not I that like, impressive. I like it. Really? Because <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's so dumb, though. It's so like it, it's better that, than cleaning shoes. They're, but they're just 150 men, like... 
or 150 feet. So it's not even 150 men. It's 150 feet, yeah. which would so be less. You know that they would be, you're looking for the longest beards. They would be just touching. But they're very average looking beards. It's not like Gandalf. You know what I mean? They're like very average. <laughs> yeah, so someone needs to break it. Go find the big mm. wizard beards and break that record because I don't mind that. Okay, one for one. All right, uh, one for two. Sorry. Now, what about this one for this very unimpressive Guinness World Record? Uh, the most pubs visited in 24 hours. What is the record? It's 170. 170 pubs? It's achieved by a team of 12. What are the rules? Do they have to have a drink? Have a have a snack? Like, do they have to interact with, interact with the pub at all? Or they literally just, you walk in the door, you leave? Uh, it doesn't say, but I'd imagine that at least one member of your team has to have a drink. That's how we do it in Australia. Mm. And possibly you could beat that in Australia as well. Okay. There's a lot of pubs. Some of our towns have like more pubs than people. I don't, everyone owns a pub. G'day, g'day, g'day so, Steve, you coming over. Like... So let me, let me redo this. Uh, a 22 year old, just one guy. Right. Uh, most pubs visited in 24 hours in Melbourne. He did 78. 78. In 24 by, hours. Just by himself, 78. Yep. But yeah, I need to know if they're drinking or not. Because no, we, we say drink res- responsibly. No, he's walking in the just, door. Then that's no. No. <laughs> like just visiting a place. That's ridiculous. That's no, just... one, no, no one likes the record of me visiting people's houses, you know, and all <laughs> I have to do is get in the door. <laughs> Love to catch up every week with a colleague of ours, a young man who's just doing things a little bit differently. But it's obviously working for him. He's doing well in life. And here he is now, Alex. And here he is a lot now, young Alex Hasty. G'day, mate. Morning, guys. How you doing? Yeah, good. Are you nice and rested after a big, big sleep? I am. It was a pretty good sleep last night. Everything... Went with the usual routine, so it was all good. Now, this is what we want to talk about this morning. Your sleep routine. Uh, <laughs> you you sort of mentioned it briefly in the office. There's something that you like when you go to sleep. Yeah, look, it's um, not sure how I let this one s- slip out, but uh, I still sleep with the same teddy bear that <laughs> I got when I was... A baby. <laughs> like a baby baby. It's like like right. 21 years ago. That's all right. Yeah, exactly right. Because if you do it, you still are a baby. No. Uh, <laughs> like, what is it? Is there something special about this um, this thing? <laughs> no, I don't know. I just, I never got rid of it. So I've just kept it and I still sleep with it every night. So Is it like tattered and worn and like, or is it in good condition? Oh, yeah, no, it's very uh, tattered and worn. It's still all in one piece, but the uh, the arms are a bit bit floppy nowadays, and um, all the beans from the stomach are in the arms, and all the fluff from the stomach is in the... Uh, the arms is in the stomach. Now, you have a partner, correct? I do. Uh, does, does she have, sleep with something else? She sometimes does. She has quite a few different stuffed animals that she cycles through, but... Oh, Not from when she was young. So you don't actually see each other. Yeah, you'd rather bed. both hold someone else. It's like the Berlin Wall. <laughs> the Berlin Wall. <laughs> yep. Right, now, my question is, is this part of your sleep ritual that so you can't sleep without it? No, I sleep fine whenever we sort of travel or something and we're in a hotel. I won't take it 
That's great. Um, and I still sleep fine. So. And what, like, why won't you take it? Because you're obviously comfortable. You're a very comfortable man talking about it. You like you don't see any, and and there's there's no judgment on it. You're very comfortable with it, but you, why won't you take it to other places? I'm more worried about about losing him than than anything else. I don't want to leave him in a hotel and ah, good, goodbye teddy bear. Sort it's of too thing. precious. Yeah, because then it you is. Know, all right, cool. So it's not about being made fun of on radio. It's about losing him. Exactly. <laughs> hey, mate, that's fine. Does he have a name? <laughs> I just call him Ted. Just Ted. All right. Sorry, just Ted. It's fine. Because um, Michael, Michael, your wife sleeps with something that she should have got rid of ages ago, eh? You mean me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's fine. Like your confidence, mate. Keep it up. You weirdo. <laughs> I love a good quiz. In fact, I love them so much, I run quiz nights at a local pub. Like as in like, I run this city. <laughs> well, that's how my bosses would like it to be. So oh, my okay. bosses are based in Perth yeah. and, and we have a regional like pub that we run the quiz in. Yeah, there, there does seem like there's starting to be the bit of a bit of a gang war. Yeah, because things have been a little bit up and down lately with the like numbers and so they've gone where perhaps like have they gone to another quiz? And so they sent me to find the competition and infiltrate their ranks. It's like industrial espionage. So you partook one of the quizzes? Yes. Last week came second in a rival quiz. Yes. And while I was at that quiz, we overheard someone mm-hmm. talk about a third quiz in town. <gasps> Whoa. And they were like, this one's pretty fancy. It's got buzzers. Did you have a squiz at that one? Had a squiz at the quiz. Uh do you remember the PlayStation? Do you remember the PlayStation game from when you were a kid, Buzz? Yeah. And it had the the button had the coloured. Yeah. yeah, it was like that. Really? It had you had wireless buzzers. How many wireless buzzers? There was heaps. There were like there were about nine teams playing, and there were still more more buzzers to play. How many wires? How many wires? Yeah, it were wireless. There's none. <laughs> none. And. Uh, <laughs> All the questions come up on the screen, yeah. and this one's like about time as well. So, That's like, how quick you can do it. You get more points if you answer correctly quickly. Oh, and sick. we were like, we were on, we were on it. How many teams? Nine teams. Nine teams. In our team, it was a team of three: myself, my wife, and Alex. Don't be hasty. I know because that wasn't invited. He joined us. Rude. <laughs> and we were in it to win it because I think if I'm going to be going in. To these, like, uh, behind enemy lines. Because yeah, uh, if they find out too, they they at least you at least want to be first when they find out. You don't want to be last when they find out. And I need to double check on social media mm-hmm. if you can see my big old mug because we bloody took it out. Yay! We won it. First place, mate. First this week in the rival quiz. Now I found fifty out. bucks to the pub. Really, our prizes are better. Just want to put that out there. Yeah. Uh, but the, and the best thing about this is that I've gone rogue. What do you mean? Like my bosses didn't ask me to go to all of them, just only one. But I'm going to all of them. I'm going to every quiz that I can find in the region. I'm going to play. I'm going to win, and I'm going to make sure that my quiz comes out on top. Why? Uh, what's the pub's name? Just just quickly, the one that you're at. We were at the parade. Good, because I'm going to bloody call him today because he didn't invite me. I'm going to snitch on you. <laughs> And I just want to, I just want to look at this 
very fascinating story that's going to be turned into a Disney Plus series oh, yeah. called Finding Michael. Okay. okay. Uh, so do you know who Spencer Matthews is? No. He's like a English sort of personality okay. from like a Geordie Shaw. He's from Made in Chelsea, oh. which is all about like London as Chelsea. Uh so he's 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 well known. He's a well known personality in the UK. So what's that equivalent to us? So it would be like being on like a Love Island Big Brother. Yeah. Okay. It's that kind of reality TV star. In 1999, his brother Michael Matthews became the youngest British person to make it to the top of Mount Everest. Oh, cool! In 1999, but on the way down, mm-hmm. something went tragically wrong, and Michael died. Oh no. And the interesting thing about Everest is that if you die on Everest, you are left on Everest. Why? It's very hard to retrieve bodies from the mountain, particularly nearer to the top. Okay. And so you, it, it, it's apparently quite a shocking thing to see as you climb Mount Everest, which a lot of people these days do. It's, it's quite achievable. Um, it's quite shocking to see the bodies. Spencer Matthews is going to have a Disney Plus series following his journey to find Michael's body. So when you walk to past, bring it back down. When you walk past them, are you like coming or going? Or is it like one of those? <laughs> 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 so they are looking for his. They're body. looking for his body. That, is, that, is that the whole? Thing? That's the whole. That's Do heaps of people do the that? documentary? Well, and this is this is why it gets even more interesting. Bear Grylls was once involved in trying to recover. Michael Sp- Michael Matthews' body, you know, like previously, I don't believe they filmed that. Is there a but tr- Bear Grylls tried? Is there a track from like now? Here I am. Keep in mind, I'm thinking like it's like the Bibbulmun track in WA, or like it's a national park where there's like a sign where it's like Everest at two k's ahead. <laughs> but like, is there like a way? Surely there's only like one specific way to go up. Well, yeah, there is. There is now like a route that the Sherpas will like take you on, mm. and apparently there's a lot of rubbish. And unfortunately, there are bodies along this like path. Did he not go with the Sherpas? He did. Uh, he did go with the Sherpas, um, but it's but with it's very sh- hard because some, particularly near the top, you can't actually. You have to have a base camp where you set up like your tents and stuff, and you can't stop anywhere beyond there. Did the Sherpas die with him, or did they? Just no, they go... would have had to leave him. Sorry, mate. Got nine o'clock. Like they, they, they didn't. They, it's 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 very hard to bring the bodies back down because it takes. Oh, so he it, would have died like. Oh, and then, like, they would have just gone, Soz, mate, left. Yeah, and they would have had to go and, wow. like, notify the family. That's shocking to me. Yeah. They, what's the point in having the Sherpas in? They can lead you, but they're, like, they're not, they can't carry you. You know. They're, like, you still to do this that's yourself, That's a bad, mate. look, sorry, I know this isn't about this. But it's that's about a, motivation. It's a bad business model. <laughs> like. Is it really a business? <laughs> <laughs> It is it not? Is it not? Do you not pay them? I don't. I honestly you don't do. know. You do pay them. You do pay them. That's what I'm saying. That's like your bungee jumping guy just going, I don't know, you're on your own when you're down there. Did the cord break? Doctor, doctor. If you have a medical mystery or require a remedy, then you need our one and only P-Play physician, Dr. D. Dr. D's advice is purely educational. He always encourages you to GP. G'day, Dr. D. Hello. Whoa. Dr. D, it's Mitchell and Michael. Good morning, Mitchell and Michael. How are you? Did you drop a gurney? Did I what? Sorry? <laughs> drop a gurney or something because it was like there was like a loud bang. 
Oh, no, I did shut my window. Oh. Sorry about that. Oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. Just, uh, just to, we thought you were maybe uh, like, like 20 cc's of morphine, <laughs> stat. And then you had to like, <laughs> stop. Like, it sounded a little dangerous. No. We hope you're all yeah, right. Yeah, I'm not that cool. I'm really not that cool, guys. Sorry. Now, uh, Mitch often does quite oh. dangerous things. Sorry, you mean 20 cc's of endorphins quick because you work with the brain. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for that. Yeah, and the brain is what we want to focus on because uh, Mitch likes to do a bit of uh, a bit of sparring, yeah, uh, a bit of martial arts, and we think that he's received many a concussion. I think I've proven it with my audible comments. <laughs> <laughs> Hear that pause? That could be lingering CTE. Yeah. But one of the things we need to know is you're always told if you get a concussion, don't go to sleep. Yeah, correct. Is that it is, uh, what, that is correct? Yeah, well, it's, um, I mean, if you've got like a, a bad enough concussion, I don't think you're going to be able to prevent yourself from falling into a really deep state of unconsciousness. But it, yes, it is the case that when the things that we monitor after a concussion include uh, like your vision, neurological symptoms, and your, state, your level of consciousness. So you want to try and make sure that you're, within the, the waking realm um, because if you're drifting off in and out of sleep, it's a sign that maybe the extent of the concussion is a little bit more than just, you know, your mild variety. So it's, so it's more to help out you guys as the doctors because potentially someone could be concussed and just very tired and they just have a sleep, but you, yeah. can't, you can't assess them properly then. That's, that's absolutely... Well, it's correct in one way. It's also the case that... You know, you could be really sleepy and tired because it's been an exhausting day or whatever. But if you've got underlying some really bad brain injury that's actually causing some internal breathing or some um, kind of pressure in your brain that's changing a level of consciousness, it actually means that you're at risk of going into a coma and dying. Oh. Then I need to be able to figure out which one's which. Um, and so the confounding factors are going to be a bit problematic. Shouldn't I listen to my body, though? Like, my body's like, we should go to sleep. Oh, you're really tired after yeah. that big hit in the head, Mitch. Shouldn't I, like, shouldn't I want to listen to my body? No, absolutely. You, I mean, it is the case that, like, if you're falling into unconsciousness, you're not going to be able to not listen to your body. But it is about being in a safe place or being monitored for a period of time so that as you respond to the needs of your body, the people around you can make sure that your vital signs are being tracked, that we're doing all the... Um, important testing and scans to make sure that your brain is not doing things because it's like you know dealing with injury and rather than being like really tired. Is there a quick way that we can tell if you've got like a little concussion? Like if you sort of if you if you've knocked your head or maybe you do a bit of martial arts because they talk they talk about those little repeat ones that don't knock you out that they could be the bad ones. So is there anything we can sort of assess on ourselves to go? Oh, I might be concussed. Um, usually, like you can kind of tell there's a bit of injury, there'll be some changes in your vision, you might feel a bit sick, you might kind of mm. temporarily lose consciousness. I would say if you've got any suspicion of a concussion, you need to get it checked out. Nice. Um, because yeah. even, even if you're fine afterwards and you're walking around, like sometimes the symptoms related to a concussion can present like the day after and they can get really bad. Yeah. Um, you, you, I just don't, you don't want to be playing around. It's your brain. Even if it's a mild concussion, multiple concussions over periods of time can build up, as we know. Um, you, yeah, you just, uh, you don't want to be messing around with yeah. it, I don't think. Mine just felt like I had a cramp in my brain, but it went away, so I'm all good. 
You know, I also get that like after a really hard day of work. Um, but, uh, Do you actually get that too? <laughs> but uh, I, I think like, it's different if you're getting knocked around in the head. Oh, okay. Maybe you have a concussion. <laughs> Me and you. I'll see you at the CTE clinic later. <laughs> <laughs> See you for your brain scan. <laughs> if you enjoyed the Mitchell and Michael podcast, remember to subscribe, leave a review, and share with your mates.